Well, hello, and welcome back to the show. And that's an interesting word, back, because I'm back. This is Susan Desenzi, your host, and wow, what a last year. As you may be aware, no new episodes of The Spiritually Expressed Human have dropped since January 4th of 2022. And that last episode was about learning to be authentically you. And here's the interesting thing, that when I recorded that episode, it triggered so many other things deep within my spiritual field, my energetics, my heart, my soul, my mind. And this episode, in coming back alive and expressing and recording the spiritually expressed human for you and for me, is really about reconnecting and sharing with you all that's gone on in my authentic journey. So I hope you enjoy today's show. And as you listen in, just take away my the pieces of my journey that maybe resonate for you. And recognize that as we are these beautiful human beings in form, that when we come across our own obstacles, our own shadow work, our own walls, it may trigger a lot of things. And in that process, because we're all in human form, sometimes shit happens, life happens, and no new episodes dropped of the podcast. But I'm back now, and I so look forward to continuing this journey with you. I'll see you on the other side. Well, as I said, I'm back. Okay, so where do I even begin is really the question. So here's my truth. In the last three years, I have been plagued by a variety of health issues that it's kind of like I've started and stopped my life. On the one hand, I'm dealing with a particular health issue while not a fatal or life ending in any way. I was very, very sick on and off over the last three years with various different things. And as you may recall from previous episodes, back in 2021, I was dealing with gallbladder issue and had to have surgery. And then we found out I have this liver issue. And then 2022 last year, it really started in November of 21, but it was kidney stuff. I have had a shit ton of kidney stones. I've become a a genetic uh, stone-making machine. And I say genetic because the doctors are convinced that my stones are genetically caused and not dietarily caused. And so I've become this stone-making machine, and I had UTIs that we could not get rid of for months on end. And I'd get rid of it for a couple of days or a week, and it would come right back and be just as bad, if not worse. And I ultimately had to have multiple surgeries in 2022 to help remove some blockages of the stones. I still have stones today, but I have done so much work from a spiritual, energetic, emotional, and soul perspective that I'm not really dealing too much anymore with illness from these stones. And now it's just a question of figuring out how to stop making them. 
Now, the reason I'm sharing this is that that was a big reason why I was not able to record any episodes of the podcast last year. But the more important thing was really that there was a lot of shadow work I needed to do. And it's like that term shadow, right? You know, like the sun hits something and as the sun is illuminating the front of, let's say, a tree, behind it, you see the outline or the shadow, correct? Well, when we are illuminated into a new area or level of our beingness, when there is a light that has been shining on that darkened area for so long, and now we see triggers and feelings and thoughts and different things that are coming up from that deeply buried shadow dark part of us, we cannot go back and pretend that we didn't see it. I mean, sure, we could essentially pretend to put it up on a shelf for a while, shove it away in a box and act like it's not there. But I guarantee you it will come back to bite you in the ass at some point as it did for me over the last three years. Now, how it expressed and showed up was different. It showed up the first year with mono and various other health issues. The second year, it showed up with gallbladder issues and these liver issues. The third year, this last year, 2022, it showed up as kidney issues. Now, if you know anything about the connectedness between our physical ailments and the emotionality and psychology and soul kind of perspectives of these issues, they say that kidney stones are little lumps of undissolved anger. And I was baffled by this because I couldn't figure out who am I angry at? What am I angry about? I have done an enormous amount of healing while in this form as Susan, this time around in my life, to work on the traumas that I experienced and all of the different experiences I had that may have caused fear and trauma and insecurity and you know, anger and frustration, things like that. And I could not figure out what this was all about from a spiritual perspective. And the reality is sometimes, yes, there can be these connected components, but there could also be a part of us not embodying and accepting and honoring those shadows within us that then create problems as well, health issues or physical issues of other kinds, and they can manifest as physical ills, aches, pains, things like that, headaches, in my case, kidney stones, but they aren't directly spiritually so connected. In other words, I knew that I had really worked through the anger pieces, except for one shadow piece. Ha ha ha. One shadow piece. And that was really kind of angry at myself. Now, I was aware at times that I was kind of angry at myself, but not for the reasons you might think. I was really angry at myself for coming back into form again. After living so many lifetimes in form and feeling like I, I couldn't always fully express as this spiritually divine essence in form, 
I I was angry at kind of coming back to, you know, quote unquote, try it again. And it didn't really hit me until very recently, actually, that some of the physical ills that I have dealt with have been really about Grace's kind of push, the universal nudge from the universe, that very loving two by four, essentially, to slow down and really illuminate the shadows within me. And so when I did the last episode that dropped in early January of 2022 about becoming the authentic you and that that truer authentic version of you, it triggered a bunch of things within me that illuminated that shadow piece. And so I've spent the last year not only dealing with the physical ills, of course, but also reevaluating very, very deeply why I'm here, what my purpose is, what my purposes are, really, it's not singular, what my missions are within those purposes, and the recognition that in doing our own shadow work, in doing our own healing, and, and really beginning to take further steps on that healing journey. You know, we can, we can start down the path and then we kind of come up against an obstacle and we stop for a while or we choose to stop for a while, no obstacle in our way, but we choose to stop and rest and relax and rejuvenate and recharge. And that's perfectly okay. But, but that then means that we're doing it by choice. And mine weren't often by choice. It was those universal two-by-fours that kind of stopped me in my tracks in order to force me from a very loving place to pay attention to that and to really take a look from the very deepest recesses of my heart, mind, and soul where I was at in my own life. Where was my ego coming into play? Where were insecurities coming out? Where were frustrations happening? Where did I feel annoyed or irritated by things? Where did I sometimes feel an envy or a jealousy that wasn't really truly an egoic envy or jealousy of another or of a situation? It was actually my my beginning stages of awareness that it was about my own hypocrisy. And what I mean by that is that I was not living in my more authentic place of pure essence of the divine in human form because I myself was not always looking at the shadows. I was all, you know, not always looking at my own fears or insecurities or senses sometimes where I felt not very worthy or where I felt like I was maybe a a fraud you know, we've talked about this before, that whole imposter syndrome kind of kind of thing. Well, in the beginning stages of dealing with all this stuff last year, by, I, I don't know, maybe I think it was middle end of March, I had made a clear decision because I found deep clarity in the fact that part of the issue that I'd been facing over the last couple of years previous to last year was that I was not really being in service the way I had been in service a better part of my life. And for me, that expressed 
as a therapist, as someone who was seeing people on a daily basis, every, you know, not every single day of the week, but, you know, full-time essentially, I often had a full-time job and private practices that I participated in, solo practices and group practices, and I had let those go years before, and I was strictly doing online work with clients from around the world, so I was still in service. But I really, really missed the in-person factor. And it wasn't just the pandemic, because I had been doing online work for, oh, I don't know, about five years or so before the pandemic even hit. So I had stopped doing in-person, I don't know, somewhere in, let me think for a second, I think it was probably around 2000, maybe 17, maybe 16, no, no, not 16. Yeah, maybe, 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 no, no, actually it was around, it was 2015. My apologies. It was 2015. I stopped doing in-person completely. And so for the last essentially seven years, I wasn't doing any in-person, strictly online. And while that was beautiful and I can do just, I can, I can hold the space and be in just as much service online as I can in person, but I really missed kind of that energetic feel of that fuller expression when you're with someone or a group of people in a room together. And so I knew that I had to get back into service in an in-person way. And as soon as I made that decision, I noticed that things in my body started getting a little bit better. In other words, we were finally able to stop the infection and keep it at bay because I couldn't even have the first of any of the surgeries until after we got rid of the infection. And we were finally able to keep it at bay. And then I could, you know, have the first of, of a couple of surgeries. And it just kind of got better and better and better. After the surgeries then, it ultimately resulted in me finding a group private practice that's local to my area. I had been on the hunt for a good quality group private practice for years because in-person had never been far from my mind or my heart. But even pre-pandemic, it was difficult to find a good in-person private practice where I felt there was an, an, an alignment and a synergy. And so I'd, I'd periodically look and I really wouldn't find anything or see anything. And I just kind of dismissed it and kept doing my online thing. And so, of course, wouldn't you know it, because the universe always, always is for us. And it's a friendly universe. And my soul and grace knew what was coming and kept nudging me to patience and gentleness and surrender and kindness and compassion for my own self and my own desire to move forward, whereby I think somewhere around mid-end of August, I was already feeling a whole lot better, generally overall, still dealing with you know infections and stones and things like that, but not to the degree I had been. And out of the blue, I don't even know how or where this popped into my field of awareness and in an email or somewhere, this group practice that's local to me, an advertisement popped up for it 
that they're looking for local practitioners, local clinicians to do in-person work. And I checked them out, and I felt a synergy with them, and I felt a connectedness to them. And I wrote to them, and we set up an interview, and, you know, wouldn't you know it, of course I got hired. As a matter of fact, you know, originally after the interview, they're like, oh, it could take a few days, and, and he calls me literally the next morning. Oh, we were all already able to look at the at the interview and you know talk about it. We'd love to bring you on board, and so I officially started somewhere. This was round September, but then it takes a while to get what they call credentialed back on insurance panels, so I can take insurance again because I hadn't been taking insurance for you know years now, and so it takes a little while to get on some of the panels. And so until I got on some of the panels, that that took a little bit of time. I think I saw my very first in-person client back in the office in the beginning of November of 2022. And I cannot tell you how good it felt to honor the fact that I love working with people regardless of why they come to me I love working with people to help them recognize their own divinity, their own power, their own sense of self. And I love, love helping people recognize that they are the experts of their own lives. You, listening right now, are your own true visionary. And that's even the name of my company, right? True Visionaries. You are your own true visionary. But we get so conditioned by our experiences and our upbringings and maybe our our family units and dynamics that happen and experiences we've had that we lose sight of our mind, body, and soul connectedness, of our own heart's ears and voice and our own soul's ears and voice. We lose sight of that and then we give our power away We do not stand in an authentically true, powerful place within ourself, and we end up living these lives that maybe were fraught with a little bit of depression or anxiety or frustration or jealousy or insecurity or fear that stops us from living our true potential and really being able then to look at the shadows when they are illuminated. You know, if if I've got that bright sun shining on my face and I feel the beauty of the sun and the warmth and I check in with my physical body on the senses, right, that I feel the warmth, I feel the sun's rays kind of shining into my body, I feel the warmth penetrate through my skin into my beingness and I allow myself the permission to smell all the smells around me and to look at what's around me and enjoy the beauty in that moment, I forget that in that illumination, there's potentially shadow behind me that may be important for me to look at. And so I'm so excited that I'm back. And I'm so honored to be back here with you. And I continue to to hope that as you listen and recognize your own shadows, the own places within you that are being hidden away or trying to get locked back in that box, that while it can seem so scary 
it's really not that scary. When we look kind of over our shoulder at the shadow behind us, and we recognize that it's a part of us, it can't not be. You know, that sun shining upon me, illuminating the shadow behind me, that is me. And that is an authentic part of of us as well, right? And so in our full and deep expression of who we really are, who we choose to be, who we want to be, part of that includes then being able to look at those shadows. And And I get, believe me, I get how scary it can be. Because now that I'm back in practice, I have a lot of of clients that I'm seeing on a, on a regular basis, week to week, with a wide variety of different issues. I see couples, I see individuals, I see younger, I see older. Like it makes no matter what the issue is. What truly matters is what we choose to give matter to by paying attention to those things that are holding us back, that are stopping us from being able to look at our authentic self. Now, I know that word authenticity is supercharged, right? It's a big buzzword. Everybody uses it a lot now for probably a number of years. Oh, live your authentic self. Be authentically you. And it's like, what the hell does that mean? And just like the last episode I recorded and dropped in January of 22, it was all about that. So go back and listen to that episode if you want some other kind of tools and skills on how to kind of address your authenticity yourself. But the truth of that word is that living authentic, in my viewpoint, has only ever been about being honest with yourself every step of the way, just like I had to be this last year, and say that, wow, there are parts of me that I was not willing to see. The scared parts the insecure parts, the fearful that I was a fraud part, the maybe feeling a little unworthy part, the sad part that I am older and have taken so long. That that was a running narrative I was telling myself, right? That I have taken so long to do my work in this bigger, broader way. Bullshit. I've been doing my work ever since I've been taking breath. It just expressed and showed up different. Sometimes it showed up when I was working at the pizza joint and maybe a coworker was having a hard time and I was just that listening ear. I wasn't a therapist. I wasn't a coach. I wasn't, you know, 58 years old. I wasn't whatever, whatever. I was a pizza maker, you know, 19 years old, 20 years old, whatever, whatever I was. Or maybe it was a friend reaching out and saying, wow, I'm feeling really sad about the fact that my cat died. And I just, you know, just can you be my friend for a little bit and let me cry on your shoulder? So the point is, it doesn't matter the roles that I've personally played, and it doesn't matter the role that you play. What matters is, are you showing up and expressing in your full form without the fear And the judgment. And then when you do have the fear and the judgment, like I did and didn't even realize it to some degree, you make a choice to illuminate kind of that shadow, shine a brighter light on it, look at it, hold it, embrace it. Because here's the truth. Your life depends on this. 
do you want to kind of draw your last breath someday, truly feeling like you didn't live the life that you really wanted to live? I can honestly say if I drew my last breath tomorrow, I have lived a life I wanted to live. I have stepped into, even when I had to step into the shit and sit in the muck and feel scared of it and feel like, oh, this is horrible, I honored the fact that that's what I felt. It's really about having the freedom to feel, period. In this human form, there is no separation between our divinity and our divine pure essence and our humanness. It's just a blended experience that we are this human being having a spiritual experience and we are the spiritual being having a human experience. And if we can recognize that, we truly can become our own visionary for our life and not listen to all the experiences and the conditioning and not be afraid of illuminating those shadows and not being afraid to be who we are. And that means setting boundaries and you know speaking your truth and all of those pieces that come out over time that we have to practice sometimes. And so what I had to practice over the last year was a whole lot of willingness to look at my deepest shadows and some of my deepest fears and recognize that there were parts of me that I was not allowing to truly be authentically me. And part of that authenticity meant going back into service in an in-person way with clients day after day on top of the additional work I do outside of those four walls of that office space. And that means showing up at the gas station when I see the clerk and being the same Susan that truly I've always been. You know, the, the, the Susan that people get as a therapist is the same Susan my husband gets as a wife and a lover, that my son gets as a mother, that my brothers get as a sister, that while if my parents were still alive, they would have continued to get as their daughter. I mean, I'm no different in that way. What I'm talking about is that fine line between walking into that gas station, let's say, and smiling and offering up, you know, hi, I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much kind of for your, you know, your help today or whatever. That was all the same. But the internal feeling of knowing that I am expressing in my authenticness with every interaction I have. And that means sometimes being very willing to show my vulnerability or to share my vulnerability with others, even clients. I don't mean my own therapy because I do set very, you know, good boundaries with my clients. It's, it's their therapeutic time and process. But if you don't think that I don't believe 100% that every interaction we have me and a client, when I'm in the role of therapist and they're in the role of client, every interaction we have is also for my benefit too. That's, to me, authenticity. Because I trust and know that that person coming to me for some guidance of some sort, some mirroring, some holding of some space, is also a mirror for me deep within 
if I allow it to be, as opposed to walking out of that session feeling like, well, I was the professional and I'm the therapist, so therefore it was just for that person. Again, I don't mean any kind of processing while we're in sessions together. Of course not, because it's, it's their time, just like you listening now. This is your time. But if you don't think that me recording this episode to help you as well, it's for me. I'm, I'm recording this episode because this is important for me to verbalize and share. And in that process, then, I can be in service to those that listen like you and hope that you are pulling something from this that is resonating for you and that is beneficial for you directly. To me, that's how we fully show up authentically and express. To me, that is really becoming a spiritually expressed human and honoring the fact that my ego may come into play sometimes, which is just a beautiful example of Ding, ding, flashlight got turned on. There's a little illumination of the shadow happening. And that's really a key thing to take away is that if you find your ego is getting in the way, if you find yourself angry, expectatious, irritated, annoyed, frustrated, sad, it really means that there's a shadow there that is screaming at you to pay attention to. So turn around. Look at what the shadow is saying to you. Talk to it as though it's an entity. You're not losing it. Trust me. I have dealt in my career with, with people who literally are having a very hard time from a mental perspective that could be viewed upon as having lost touch with reality. And if you notice, I'm not going to say the word crazy because I think that's a very judgmental and it's not a healthy word. It's got a very negative connotation to it. But I've dealt with a lot of people who have struggled with reality, and they are still just as worthy and valuable human beings as you and I are. It, it doesn't matter. So what does matter is that we're willing to take a look at that shadow, and we're not so afraid of it, because ultimately we know that we have the power to kind of turn around again and not look at it. But I will offer this up to you, that the longer you don't look at the shadow, the, the larger the shadow will become. And the more it will come back and bite you in the ass someday, which just simply means it's going to keep following you as shadows do until you kind of get out of the sun of illuminating it. You turn the flashlight off and you sit down with it and you take a look at it. That's how it bites you in the ass, but it does it lovingly. Well, okay, sometimes not so lovingly. I would not say last year was fun at all. So the idea here is, if you're afraid, maybe ask yourself, what are you so afraid of? You're this beautiful being in human form, and you're this beautiful human in spiritual form. It's just housed in a physical body right now. What do you need to embody? yourself. Love, compassion, kindness, forgiveness for yourself. What do you need to do for you that honors you, that allows you to trust yourself, that you have the power and the resiliency and the strength and the divinity 
to be able to illuminate those shadows and step out of them so that they no longer hound you and follow you and inhibit you and block you and really step into your full potential and possibility. Because man, let me tell you, no matter what's going on in the world, it's a pretty fucking amazing thing to be alive in form. I hope you found some value in today's first episode back in over a little over a year. I wish you the most joy and abundance and peace, knowing that you are a powerful being of the divine and that the spiritual expression and full human expression of you is always within you. If you allow yourself the permission to feel, the freedom to feel, the freedom to love, the freedom to have compassion for yourself, and the freedom to honor who you are in every given moment of now. So enjoy, spiritually express in your human divinity. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful that you're still listening, even with this big long break. And you know what? I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to another episode of The Spiritually Expressed Human, a place where we come together to navigate the human experience as the fully spiritually expressed divine human badasses we were all meant to be. If you liked what you heard on today's show, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform of your choice so that together we can share this out to the world and make the impact we're all here to make. If you'd like more information or just to touch base with me, please go to susandesunzi.com and explore and grab yourself some free gifts while you're there. Thank you so much for listening.